We're back. Ash, it's been a hot second since we have just talked me and you mm-hmm. here. We've had some really cool guests on the podcast lately. Hope you guys have enjoyed those. Uh, but it's just us today. It's just again. us today. We are here at seven in the morning. I don't know what is wrong with us. We li- literally, literally make the goal every morning to wake up at five. Like this is last a, night. It was six. Was it six? But then James woke up at four, and we just felt prompted, justified in sleeping till seven. We do it every day, though. Sometimes eight. We cannot. <laughs> Something happens where we just like. I don't it's know. It's because Purple sponsored us and we have the comfiest mattress and pillows in the world. It is nigh unto impossible to get out of bed. Well, it is the saddest thing that I do every day. I just know we didn't sleep for so long with our kids. There was a terrible year where they were both babies and we didn't sleep for so long. And it's like the most valuable thing to me now. It's sacred. So if I have the opportunity when, to sleep, I don't get out of bed. When they go to sleep, that time is sacred to me. The, p- the time more. while they're asleep. <laughs> I want to just treasure it as much as I can and balance sleeping and but, passing it super fast and being awake to just just be. But mostly just sleep. Mostly just sleep for you. Well, Dallin watches a lot of shows at night. I'm watching less shows because I am valuing sleep over wasting my life away watching shows. Our YouTube history goes whack every morning. <laughs> yeah. No, but my new goal is to wake up earlier then and go to bed earlier than, than to stay up late and get up late. This is the thing about goals. There comes a point where I think you need to just say to yourself, this is not a goal for me. <laughs> if you wake up every morning at the time that you're supposed to wake up for your goal and you say to yourself, I will be happier today if I stay in my bed and I don't give a Well, what if flip? you went to bed earlier? Wake, I do. That's what goals are supposed to help you to do. It doesn't Figure matter out what you need I'm to do to achieve it. On a couch, in a bed, in a car, at the table, like I fall asleep every day at 930 to well, 10 that's a <laughs> that's a gift <laughs> slash curse that you've been given i do not have it so i have to force myself to go to bed and there's like two options we can take here we can have so much shame every morning for doing the same thing every day for the rest of our lives <laughs> or we can just be like this is just a characteristic of our species of the dallin and ashley <laughs> species <laughs> species you know how like some monkeys stay up all night like the ones with big eyes i don't but Please tell me about them. There's some monkeys that stay up all night. There are some bugs that are daylight bugs. And there are some bugs that are nocturnal bugs. You paid a lot more attention at the zoo than I did. Some animals rise with the sun and some animals have burrows so that they don't see the sun. We're the burrow ones. Right. We close the blinds, get in our blankets and snuggle. If I were to compare ourselves to a character from Winnie the Pooh, which I feel is a movie that very perfectly... That is a metaphor for all of the animal kingdom. Okay. We would be a poo bear. Honey, honey. <laughs> right? And, but I think um, there comes a point in the day where we become rabbits. What if it was Puffin Rock? What would you compare us to? Um, 
Silky. <laughs> Silky. The seal. <laughs> she loves to have fun. She's there when she's I was going to compare myself to the, the little... To Baba? To the little... Um, oh, what is this? Mossy. Name? The farter. Mossy. The farting rat. Mossy, quit farting. <laughs> <laughs> he just eats food literally all day. Except we learned from that show that he's not farting a couple episodes in. It's a, it's a gland. A it's, a, gland. it's a gland. Okay, you guys, we have a new story. And it is a fun one because we just recently went to Disneyland. This is coming from Disney World, though. A disaster happened at Disney? A disaster happened that every Disney fan would have loved to have been a part of. Dallin told me the story, and my first response was, oh my gosh, I would have killed to be on that boat. Man, I wish it was on that boat. Anyways, maybe you've heard about this. Um, a boat sunk at Disney World's Jungle Cruise <laughs> during a ride, and everybody had to get off, uh, and they were all like soaked from the waist down. Um, I don't know how it happened. Maybe this article will say it's only just, it's just a few sentences long. This is Dallin admitting that he hasn't read the article beforehand, as I have requested him to do so many times. There we go. I, I like to keep it real. It was time to sink or swim. Walt Disney World visitors on the aquatic jungle cruise ride were in for a shock on Thursday when they had to be rescued after the boat took on water. Oh, that's all it says. Took on water. I want to no know. No one was, what? I just... I've been on a situation where a log flume boat wouldn't leave, wouldn't move. Too many people were on the boat and they had to then take the people off the boat well, until it mean? started floating in the water. They loaded too many people on the boat. It was just like there were a lot of like bigger people on the boat. It was just abnormal amount of bigger people on the boat. I mean, they probably just loaded it with too many people. And I was on there. I got, was on one of the first ones on there. And you could just feel it like sink and sink. And then it was just on the ground at the end. It wasn't even floating. So oh. they, they had to load people off. So I'm wondering, was this a Six Flags log flume Ashley early childhood moment? Or like, was there something where there was a leak in the boat? Or I don't know. It says it sunk with like within a minute. It says no one was injured and all passengers were safely evacuated by firefighters from the Reedy Creek Shut Fire Department. Oh, see the the Disney World its own fire department came to their rescue. How cool would that be? If you be? know two things about me, you know that I love Disney World and I love doing things most people can't do. And I also love emergency responders. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I get nervous in front of them like I would get nervous if like Taylor Swift walked in the room. Yeah. Um, we met a police officer the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, you're a police officer. Cause he was working. He had a second job or something. It was at the RV show. It was at the RV show. He was working as an RV salesman on his off time. And he mentioned that he was a police officer sometimes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I watch live PD every night. And I was like, do you know any of them? And he was like, no. <laughs> and then I was well, like, he was a drug off. Well, he then was I a was like, can you tell me your biggest drug bus? What's the craziest place people have hidden drugs? And he actually enjoyed the conversation, I felt like. He loved it. I feel he like was like, oh, somebody's interested yeah. in what I do. Well, I feel like with police officers, they might be so used to a lot of people just hating them or like bad press. And I walk in the room and I treat them like Mickey Mouse. And it's just a really fun situation for everybody. Okay, the article ends. The theme park has not yet revealed how many passengers were aboard the jungle boat when it sunk, why it took on water. Or why it took on water in the first place. I want to know like the secret path they traveled through. Because you know there's like 
a maintenance path through the jungle cruise so people can get to yeah. all the places. I want to know. Well, within path. 20 minutes, everybody was off. And it says it only took a minute for the boat to like sink. And they were all... Sink is like a quotation marks word because... Well, it doesn't... It's not very deep. So they were all just basically their pants and shoes were wet. Like well, you can't actually sink like all the way. I wonder what Disney gave them. It says Disney took great measures to make sure the fans enjoyed the rest of their day at the park. But it doesn't give any more details. I bet they got special fast pass bands. Oh, man. See, that's why I would want to be on this boat so bad. We they have... get the special fast pass ones that just boop. And you just get to walk on any ride, it especially is, Disney World, where you have the wristbands where it's so easy. Is Dallin and I's greatest goal in life to be invited to Creator Days at Disney World? Yeah. Disney holds this event each year specifically for social media creators. And they invite them to Disney World and then they go on a Disney cruise and it's all comped and it's all paid for. And they get these special magic bands that are already that have this like special code in them that gets them fast pass for any ride. They can just go up to any ride and go through the fast pass line willy nilly. And I'm willing to bet they have a food per diem that is going to probably be amazing. And it is my, I will know that we have made ourselves into something when Disney knows who we are and invites us to creator days. (laughs) When that day comes, we will have made it. (laughs) We're hoping it's next year. Man, that would be so fun. Stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We are supported by America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. You guys know that we love HelloFresh so much. We're making them all the time in the vlogs and we talk about it in the podcast. Here's the three main reasons why we love HelloFresh. They are delicious. You break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. It helps you save time and stress effortlessly. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes usually, even 20 minutes with their quick prep recipe options. And lastly, HelloFresh is flexible and it fits your lifestyle. You can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order anytime, throw on yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences anytime online. One of our favorite meals we just got from HelloFresh was the Parmesan crusted chicken. Oh man, it was so good. We love them. We have a special discount for the Dashley fam. You guys go to hellofresh.com slash biglittlelife10 and use that code biglittlelife10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Again, go to hellofresh.com slash biglittlelife10 and use the code biglittlelife10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping today. We are supported by Laurel Springs. Uh, I'm going to drop some truth right now as a former teacher. Did you know I taught kindergarten? Of course you knew. You're married to me. Oh, me? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Public school is not for everyone or for every family. Laurel Springs is an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. A cohesive program that can take your child from the very beginning to the very end as they get ready for college. Their flexible learning power offers challenging and diverse elective courses. One of my favorite things is their world language programs for kids as little as kindergarten. Imagine George speaking like Mandarin Chinese. That's my dream. Oh, he will. That's my dream (laughs) for him. Laurel Springs is also accredited with the Western Association of Schools and Colleges. Their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. Okay, so if this sounds like a good fit for your family, you can register your child at laurelsprings.com slash biglittlelife today and receive a waived registration fee. laurelsprings.com slash biglittlelife. laurelsprings.com slash biglittlelife. Okay, Ash, 
What's next? We uh, we a, have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, we have a lot. In other news, this is a big one. This is one that Dallin and I have talked about at length, probably too much on this podcast. And we are wanting to lay it to rest today. Oh. Our backyard is now the proud and safe home. <laughs> yeah. To a fire pit. What kind of fire pit, Ash? But not just any fire pit. If if you are an avid listener, you know that I was team wood burning fire. Uh-huh. And Dallin, the self-acclaimed country boy from Colorado, was team propane fire pit. Yeah. Because Which, I've started so many fires, I know that it's a little bit of a pain, especially when and this you led, just have kids that want to just go out and have a fire real quick, but then five minutes later, they want to do something else. This is towing dangerous ground because Dallin's defense, in a way, insinuates that I have started very few fires. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Well, it did at it first. Just, it just insinuates, to use your word, that you enjoy making and starting fires more than me. <laughs> this is reminding me. When you said to use your word, Dallin has been very careful about word use because we got in a fight and he used the word prejudice. (laughs) And I was like, I took it kind of, I don't know. We got into this huge fight that ended in us defining the word prejudice in a dictionary. (laughs) And the other day, Dallin tried to use the word prejudice again with his mom. He was talking about something with his mom and he was like, Whoa, whoa. <laughs> she didn't know what was going on. He was he was like, la, 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 prejudice. And mm-hmm. then he was like, hold on. And he like was like, let me look this up really fast to make sure I'm using this in the correct context. And I was. And then he read out the definition of prejudice to everyone in the room. Uh-huh. And no one knew why he cared so much about using we this were talking word correctly, about, we except for fighting. me. We were talking about how no, we were religions f- tend to see religions that are different than them in a prejudice view. I thought we were fighting the first time. Me and the you. The first time, yeah. But then when it came with my mom, we were we weren't fighting. No, your mom and you weren't fighting. Right. But she it was just funny because she when you read off the definition, she was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> she had no idea why you would be like prejudice. <laughs> and then read <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that, but yeah, maybe she was like, Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I knew what yeah. that meant. Uh-huh. So did we say it is a propane? Fire it is pit. a propane fire pit. And how nice was it to go out and within 10 seconds, just turn the knob, click the starter, and it just... Oh, it was nice. Would I still love a normal wood fire pit? Yes. Me too. Someday. Do I feel like it's the hardest thing to make a fire? It's not the hardest thing. Have you ever used but gasoline? Just like, especially right now where it's cold outside. I just went out there for five minutes, had fun with George, turned it off, was done. Well, Instead of like... Go out, got wood, got kindling, got starter, lit it, waited for it to all so catch. So much stuff. So much smoke in our house and the neighbor's house. Like and we then... care anymore. We have a freaking smoker. <laughs> See, that doesn't last for very long. It looks like our house is on fire every time we make a hot dog. Just when you start it up for 12 minutes. Okay. And then turning it off, just turn it off. Or we could get water. Tell me the mess, process make a mess of, of turning of all off the fire. ashes. Oh, the and mess. then eventually have to clean it all out every every other time we use it. Ugh. Make sure we have firewood is... in stock. Gosh, it's like Where a... are we going to store the firewood, you know? All that stuff. I just 
don't. I think you were born in New York City, not Colorado. I know what it's like to have a fire pit. And now is just not the time with little kids. When the kids are older and we can all make the fire together, then yeah, that'll be fun. I think George would like making the fire. Maybe. Maybe for like a few minutes. And then... (laughs) He'd get sick of it and want to go inside before the fire's even Whatever. made. Whatever. He would love to throw things in a fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys can probably Let's glean. buy another one. We'll you... just have two fire pits. Obviously, I didn't make the right fire pit choice. I mean, you can probably glean that Dallin made this choice without... The fire pit arrived at our house and Dallin... I was like... I bought a fire pit. I bought a fire pit. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's probably obvious that this was not a joint decision. But you like it. It looks good. Right? Right. There's just a lot of things you can't really argue about once it's bought. There you go. That was my goal. But here we go. Was Still it Still an arguing. Was it as cost effective as a normal fire fire pit? No. No. It's a little bit more expensive. It's huge. But I like it. All right, next topic. Okay, next topic. We just wanted to let everyone know we've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of emails, um, a confusing amount of emails even. We do things with our kids sometimes and we're like, this is going to have a lot of backlash or people are going to be kind of offended that we did this with our kids and nothing, and no one says anything. We come close to something potentially happening if we did something that we're not doing with our dogs. You're being so vague. Oh, wait, are you talking about xylitol? And our email boxes are full. So I just want to kind of like put everyone's heart at rest. Apparently, and I haven't researched this fully, and I only know this because we've gotten so many emails, there is an ingredient in many mints called xylitol, and it is not good for dogs. Have you researched this more? Uh, Yeah, it's very harmful to dogs. And if they eat more than just a tiny bit of it... They can die? They can die. So we did... We partnered with this company called Thrive Market. And they have these cinnamon mints that are my absolute favorite. And I showed the mints on our vlog. And I didn't talk about ingredients of the mints. But so many people knew that those mints had xylitol. Or I think there might even be a small population of Dashley family members who kind of check up on the ingredients of all of the food that they see in our house. People are so, they care about us so much. You guys care about us so much. Thank you. Um, and yeah, xylitol, looking it up, is extremely toxic to dogs. Even small amounts of xylitol can cause hypoglycemia, seizures, liver failure, or even death. Right. Crazy. So we have gotten so many, We I buy these mints and eat them in mass amounts because I love them so much. <laughs> you do. And we just have so many people who are scared that our dogs are going to die. Especially after Dash jumped up on the counter and ate an entire pizza. Right. So we learned by watching our Nest cameras that are in our living room, a pizza disappeared. (laughs) And it was either (laughs) Dallin's mom or the dogs. (laughs) So we watched the tapes and Dash willy-nilly like he's been doing it for months, is able to jump onto our bar stool and then jump onto our... We don't know if he's actually been doing it for months, but he just jumped up like it like it wasn't... Like it, it was no thing. thing. And he just <laughs> starts consuming an entire pepperoni pizza 
And then a dessert pizza, which main ingredients are basically butter and sugar. And for the record, Dallin was really quite angry. Yeah. And, and I was kind of like, he is our dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's never reminded me more of Dallin in my life. <laughs> I think you could spin it and see. This, this is why I love Dash so much. This is why you could spin it and see it as a bonding moment. Mm -hmm. He's just like me. <laughs> Oh, he really is my dog. Anyways, I just wanted to put out there that the xylitol mints are either zipped up in my fanny pack, in my closet, in my fanny pack attached to my waist, or in a cupboard or drawer that is not accessible. Yes, and thank you for your concern very much. We really appreciate it. We believe it's not accessible to dogs. But as we learned last <laughs> night, we have no idea what Dash is capable of. Yeah, I um, we have a third Nest Cam. It came in a pack of three, and I haven't had anywhere to put it yet. But now I'm going to set it pointing directly at our kitchen to have a better view I of what's going on. Also, the back door. It'll capture that, too. I want to put one in our laundry room. He does something in there. I'll I'll not be able to find him, and I'll go in there, and he'll be standing just still. Because mm. I come in in the laundry room all the time. <sighs> Little stinker. We have all of the dangerous laundry detergents way Very up high, high on the shelf yeah. that and even I can't to reach. clear the washer and dryer first. But he does something in there. Yeah. Okay. Next on my list of things to talk about is the Democratic Convention. And I want to make I want to make projections, kind of like how people guess who's gonna win the bachelor, because I have my own projections. Okay. Dell and I we're not like stating any political affiliation. I would even venture to say we have almost no political affiliation. Maybe it would be libertarian. And we don't, don't even know exactly what that is. We just know that we don't really resonate with either the Republican or the Democratic parties, those like old fashioned groups. I just know that I resonate with Ron <laughs> on Parks and Rec more than anybody else. Right. So like come election time, we're always just like, who do we choose? And we kind of just choose who we feel the best about and who has ideas and ideals that fit our beliefs for society, which is kind of hard to find because we just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. Anyways, they're... Pete Buttigieg just dropped out. I the billionaire businessman just dropped out. Who else? Oh, the, the math guy? Oh, Peter Yang. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Here's the thing about Dallin and I. Peter Yang? Peter Yang? Is it Andrew? Andrew Yang. Dallin and I love these debates. Whatever the party. <laughs> If the Green Party held debates, we would watch it. Yeah. Or if they were televised, I'm sure they hold debates. And we spend a lot of time talking, thinking, watching, laughing, being concerned about what everyone is saying. Mm -hmm. The Republican one eight years ago or four years ago. Same thing. Was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> the best TV I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the one now. Donald Trump is in show business. It's also a really good one. Just entertaining the fights it's almost like watching survivor in suits it's so good fancy rich person survivor dallin mentioned that pete Buttigieg, i'm probably saying that wrong is out and i really thought he was gonna go all the way me too it blew my mind i thought he was doing better than he was i guess the campaign ran out of money i don't know i know he had a lot of donors but i guess after not showing up close to winning in any of the first four um primaries i guess it's kind of like and then another, I'm surprised Biden is doing as well as he's doing. 
Well, he did pretty bad the first three, but then all of a sudden he won South Carolina by like a long shot. And I think I'm from Georgia. I think there might be some more like, quote unquote, conservative Democrats in South Carolina, meaning they're kind of like more old school Democrats who resonate with Joe Biden. That I mean, I don't know much, but that's what I'm guessing. This is my prediction. I mostly just want to make predictions. Who do you think will be on the final ticket? I'm going to say mine. The number one. The vice, the president and the vice presidential. Who do you think will be the, the duo? I thought it was going to be Pete, but then he all of a sudden dropped out. Okay. I think it's going to be Bernie Sanders. I think really he'll pull think it he's out. Gonna make I it. think he'll pull a Donald Trump and so shock the world and do it. And his party will be all a flutter like the Republican Party was just like freaking out a little bit with Donald as the candidate. Uh-huh. But I think he'll do it. I think he'll do it and it'll be this great victory for him and his followers. And I think... He's going to choose Kamala Harris. Do you remember her? Uh-huh. Is her last name Harris? I know yeah. her first name's Kamala. I think he's going to choose her as his VP. Whew. I think he's going to need a woman. Well, I think he's going to want a, a woman VP. Uh-huh. And I think she's a good one because people, no one really hates her. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Ashley has spoken. We'll have to come back in a little bit and see if Bernie's the one. If Bernie doesn't win, I think it will be... Joe? I think Kamala Harris will be the VP no matter what. All right, here's my guess. Okay, hit me with it. I think that Joe is going to come back and win the nomination because he's a safe choice and whether or not he actually gets the votes... The Democratic Party will do exactly what they did to Bernie last time. I'm getting depressed. Let's move on. Okay. You made your you think it's you think it's Bernie though. Joe. Joe Biden with Bernie as the VP. <laughs> that would I don't be think that'll work. That would be testing. All they do is attack each other. They don't really like each other. Elizabeth Warren as the VP. <laughs> I love the Saturday Night Live version of all these candidates. Elizabeth Warren on SNL is my favorite person. So funny. So funny. Let's talk about things that aren't so funny. Okay. Coming out today on our vlog. So coming out, I think this podcast is getting published today too. Uh-huh. Is our Costco haul. And it was not any Costco haul. It was our, we got our Costco refund. So it was all kind of like free money. I know we've like already spent it and it's kind of being rewarded back to us. Uh-huh. That we did, we spent in preparation for an emergency event. So we stocked our food pantry. Kind of with coronavirus in mind. Or any virus or any natural disaster. Right. But the current pressing one is COVID-19. Our area, there was just a coronavirus patient announced in Utah, in Salt Lake City. And Every Costco is empty. Of water. Of water, of canned foods. I went to Home of Depot. Toilet paper. To just try to find a little face mask. And it was gone. There were signs that say limit 10 per customer. They're all gone. Like both sections where there's supposed to be face masks. Even back in like the woodworking section where there's just little simple face masks. All gone. And I went to try to buy some extra water from Costco and I couldn't. All the Costco's are out of water. So I bought like some Olympus five gallon jugs that you're supposed to use for the water Those the, are sweet, the though. water drinking machines you know yeah you tip over really fast and hope you don't spill too much they still haven't come up with a better option <laughs> for that uh they bought four of those and they were super cheap they're only like 13 bucks each sweet. so yeah now we have 20 gallons 
Here's of filtered water in addition to all the water bottles we have in our basement. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. I grew up in Georgia where we had like ice storms all the time. The power went out all the time. You couldn't drive on the roads because they were so icy. Like, do you guys remember when Atlanta was shut down because of ice storms? Do I rem- don't. It well, was all over the news. Maybe I... It's like a common thing. That was a huge storm that shut Atlanta down, but that was like a common thing to have these ice storms that shut everything it down. It was more of a present thing for you because it was also all over pen breaking news, I'm sure. Right. Your family email list. I was living there, though. And you were living there. Yeah. And then there's like tornadoes. So like we were kind of not quarantined, but we were stuck at home a couple times every year because of ice storms or like tornado warnings or there actually was a tornado and everything, all the trees were falling down and you couldn't drive anywhere. So we always kind of had a food supply in our house. And How often did you have supply. to use it? Like, uh, I don't think we, well, so my mom did it in a smart way where it was, things that we normally ate. So we were always using it, but we always just had extra of the things we normally ate. I guess how often did you need to, like, were you were you kept from being able to even go to the grocery store and use more of your storage than normal? Um, No, like we never were like, we were never like rationing food. Like I never really noticed, there was never a difference in food during these times. We just cooked normal stuff anyways. So but you never we never were kept had from to... the store like by trees, like you just said. We what? Like you never actually were no, stuck we were, for, store, but for we days just never, away from the store? I, no, we did. It was just like we never, I never noticed. Oh, because... I guess that's what I meant. Like how many, how often were you actually like kept from the store for a few, more than a few days? I don't know. I would, I would say at least like once a year. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Well, not cool, but cool well, you were prepared. It was cool, but most people... Scary. If the you're not news prepared. would announce like, guys, there's a nice store coming. And most people would rush to the store right before every storm that was projected and buy in a, like, in a crazy rush, like whatever they could get their hands on. Yeah. And it was nice not to have to do that. Right. So we're finally getting there with our own little cold storage room. And you'll see it in the vlog today, the Costco hall. Mm-hmm. We went to the world's largest Costco. In Salt Lake. It was like we went the week before everyone else felt the need to go. Yeah. And it, Free picking. It was just no one was doing what we were doing. I saw like two people with face masks. Now when you go outside, like the one I went to Costco yesterday real quick. People had face masks on? There were like some people with face masks and they were sanitizing every single person's cart that when you walked into the store. they One person checked your Costco cart and another person wiped off the handle of your cart. Wow. Yeah. They should do that all the time. They should. But my mom is a, does echocardiograms on people and she was called in to do an echo on somebody's heart and then they told her that they canceled it because they thought the person might have coronavirus and they quarantined that person. Yeah. Crazy. There's, it's just right up the road from us. In Washington state, there's an entire like elderly care facility that's having a coronavirus outbreak right now. Sad. That's where the, the two... The one person who has died and the other person who's hospitalized, that's where they're from. I forgot what it was called. I was reading an article, but all there's like 20 people in that facility who are sick and, and thought to have coronavirus. They're getting tested. Well, it sucks because the incubation period is like 10 days. Some It's thought to be up to 27 days and you're contagious during that time, but you don't know that you have it. I know. I'm, it sucks, huh? James has like a cold right now. It's like it could be 10 days, 15 days turn out it's coronavirus and it's just like... 
Well, they said Jeez. I was also reading coronavirus for most young people, like people our age and like teenagers. I don't know if babies like toddlers fall into that. Most young people, the symptoms are not much worse than a common cold or flu. Uh-huh. So a lot of those people, like people, they're saying in Washington, a lot of people believe that it's been going around for weeks and no one's, it just hasn't been known because no one's been testing for it. Unless that you, unless you say I traveled overseas, no one's really testing you. Now they are because there's people who didn't travel overseas who are getting it. Uh-huh. So they think it's kind of been going around before then, like for longer than, than people have been freaking out about it. Scary. Yep. What did Rob, uh, your brother-in-law, say about it? Rob's the ER doctor. So Rob He's is, been on our videos before. He went. We went live on Facebook once and did a live Ask a Doctor Anything. <laughs> and Rob answered a lot of lot of different questions on that po- podcast, that yeah. live video. He said, I called them because I kind of gauge my panic level on what they're doing for things like <laughs> the new outbreak of the year. And he was like, they weren't, they're chill. I mean, I'm sure they're washing their hands a lot, but he just said, we live with the flu and it kills thousands and thousands every year. So he was just kind of like, you, if you're worried about anything, you should be more worried about the flu. Okay, breaking news. I'm getting 80 texts a minute on my phone right now. What's going on? Um, this is a family group text from my mom and my sisters. And I think my dad might be a part of this. Nope, it's just my, there's, it's just my mom and my sisters. I don't think my dad's a part of this. Here's a, here, here we go. My sister in South Dakota says, there's a suspected case of COVID-19 in Utah. Washington's Costco's are sold out. Stock up. My mom then says, I saw that, I saw that on the news. Did you buy a freezer? My sister, yes. My mom, is it big or small? My sister, medium. My <laughs> all, these are all the dings that have been going on in the background of this podcast. My sister, who works at Costco, then says, if anyone is going to get sick, it will be me. And then my South Dakota sister, don't be scared of the virus. The flu kills more people. It's the empty grocery stores you should be worried about. My mom, Sam, for sure, being around all those people. <laughs> my mom <laughs> affirms to my sister that she'll probably die first. Okay. Um, then my mom asked my Costco sister, was Costco busy? And she said, we have run out of water and toilet paper in the first hour of the store being open for a few days now. So yes, very busy. People are waiting for grocery carts. And then they go on to talk more about toilet paper. There's a lot of toilet paper gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, and that's it. And that is lots it. of gifts. So that's what's going on. Now, I went to in the middle of the day yesterday to try to buy some water from Costco. I got, I already said this. All gone. I tried to buy some toilet paper too. In case I really don't think this will happen. In case they tell everybody to stay in their homes for a little while. Here's my thing. And the only toilet paper they had left, they were long gone. We are the so Kirkland, excited. Kirkland toilet paper. Yep. Dallin had but to buy the I fanciest <laughs> toilet paper. Had to buy Charmin extra plush, extra soft, highly absorbent. Like only the was, best for your bum. People weren't even buying it in an emergency situation because it was like twenty two dollars. It's like a minky couture. So blanket. I was like, uh, okay. Okay, we really, of all the things we bought, we did not stock up on toilet paper, so this is what I'm left with. And I don't think we should stock up on toilet paper. Why? Well, <laughs> I'm confused. It's one of those things you take for granted, and all of a sudden when you don't have any left, you're like, crap, I guess I really rely on this for my <laughs> my happiness. No, I would buy baby wipes. Oh, yeah? Why? Uh, 
Well, because they can clean. They're just better at cleaning. Multi-purposeful. Okay. That's what I would buy. Could have bought some of those, I guess. There were boxes Like if worse comes to worse, like you're probably not going to be able to flush your toilets anyways. <laughs> because like the water might get shut down. Like if, if it gets really bad. I don't think it would get that bad, but we'll see. There's just going to be all... If coronavirus wipes out the nation, there all these movies are going to be all like, of these we homes, right. homes full of toilet paper. <laughs> homes full of toilet paper. People will starve to death and die <laughs> of dehydration. Aliens come to discover us eventually, and they're like, what the heck? <laughs> no one these will... These people like poop so much on this planet. Americans will never run out of toilet paper. <laughs> Say that in your Bernie Sanders voice. Americans will never run out of toilet paper if I'm president. Universal toilet paper for all. Universal toilet paper for all. <laughs> Part of my plan only cost $72 trillion. And we'll take it from Trump. <laughs> and we'll take it from the top 0.1%. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> On Saturday Night Live, they were like, he was like, look. The hand sanitizers, it only kills 99.99%. Why don't they care about the top one, top 0.01% of bacteria? I don't like it. I use my hands. I wash my hands with good old-fashioned boss soap and scalding hot water. <laughs> Bernie is one of my favorite people in this world. I love it. He gets so mad. He does. People need to have his fire. They do. They do. Especially Joe. Especially Wake Joe. Wake up a little bit up there, Joe. We're all counting on you. I like his stories, though. <laughs> okay. Here we go. That's our podcast for today. Hopefully we didn't offend you too much with our political back and forth. It's all in good fun. We love you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you in the vlogs this week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bye.